Well, hello there, and welcome to the Sexual Wellness for Women podcast, your trusted resource for sexual wellness during menopause and the different stages of life. I'm your host, Allie. I'm a board-certified sexologist, professional sex coach, and certified integrative wellness coach. As I pursue my PhD in mind-body medicine, I'm dedicated to providing you with the knowledge, tools, and support you need to navigate the complexities of sexual wellness. As a sexologist, sex coach, and integrative wellness coach, I combine scientific knowledge with a compassionate and holistic approach. I believe in the power of mind-body connection and the transformative potential of embracing our unique sexual selves. Together, we'll navigate through the complexities and debunk myths surrounding sexual wellness during menopause and the different stages of life. So whether you're in the midst of menopause, perimenopause, or you're simply seeking guidance on sexual wellness, this podcast is for you. It's time to prioritize your sexual well-being and embrace the vibrant, comfort, and fulfilled woman that you are. Today is Thursday, August 10th, 2023. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. Today, we're going to cover a topic that, you know, not a lot of people do cover, and they should, for women who are 40 and over, understanding and respecting consent. If you'd like more, find out more about me and sign up for sex coaching or a sexologist appointment, please visit thepassionzone.com. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star rating, review it, and share it with three friends. We are on season two. This is episode number 11. And yes, that newsletter, I promise you, I was working on it this morning. It's still going to be, be sent out. So if you'd like to sign up for it, just visit thepassionzone.com and sign up. The weekend wellness tip this week is Kegel exercises. Kegels are very important. Kegel exercises involve contracting and relaxing the pelvic floor muscles, similar to the action you would take to stop urinating midstream. These exercises can help strengthen the muscles that support the uterus, bladder, and bowels. Regular Kegels can help enhance sexual sensation, orgasmic response, and help with issues like urinary incontinence. There is a commercial out, and I believe it's for the underwear K-N-I-X. I believe this is the one I was watching. And the commercial kind of irritates me because this woman um, who gave birth is sitting there practicing her cables so that she doesn't release any, any uh, pee, of course, in her underwear. And her mom comes in and says, oh, you don't need to do that. Where are these? Instead. And that gives a complete disservice to women. Would it be wonderful to wear those that stops, you know, any type of blood or urine from going through? Of course. As far as I'm concerned, where was that back in high school? You know, like about how many years ago was it? Like 40. Oh, wow. Seems like a long time ago. But if you're doing, if, if, if these days, if young ladies get this underwear and they don't practice their kegels when they're older, it's going to be a disservice to them in the bedroom, very much so for themselves and for their partners. Okay. Stepping off the soapbox and going on to something else that is very important, understanding and respecting consent. And I decided to do this because many women who listen to this podcast are newly single, being divorced after being with their, their spouse for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. And 
maybe can forget the rules of the game when it comes to sex and consent. Consent must be given by both parties in order for sexual intimacy to take place. Now, navigating the realm of intimacy and relationship requires emotional intelligence and a deep understanding of boundaries and mutual respect. At the heart of these principles lies the concept of consent, a topic often understood superficially, but whose depth, depth and importance cannot be overstated. As we jump into the intricate nuances of consent, I'm hoping to shed some light on its definition, the manifestations of it, and the responsible actions we must undertake in its context. By prioritizing, yeah, I can't say it, by prioritizing, yeah, there we go, informed consent in our interactions, we move closer to fostering healthier relationships in a more understanding society. Thankfully, I write a lot better than I speak. <laughs> First thing is defining consent. Consent is the voluntary and unambiguous agreement to partake in sexual activity. It's crucial to know that any pressure, cohesion, or manipulation just cancels out the genuine consent. consent. Two, securing consent. It is imperative to seek verbal affirmation before engaging in sexual activity. This applies even with a familiar partner. Every intimate encounter is unique and deserves explicit consent. Number three, manifestations of consent. Consent can be expressed both verbally and non-verbally. A verbal acknowledgement might be explicit yes or affirming I agree. Non-verbal cues, while more nuanced, might include mutual eye contact or reciprocal physical actions. However, always prioritize clear verbal consent over relying solely on non-verbal cues. Clues. Number four, when it's not consent. Recognizing scenarios where consent cannot be authentically given is essential. This includes situations where somebody is impaired due to drug or alcohol use, asleep or unconscious, unable to give consent due to being disabled, experiencing any form of co coercion or undue pressure, explicitly communicating refusal such as saying no, or stop. Responding to a lack of consent. In the absence of consent, the utmost respect and sensitivity should be shown. One should never attempt to persuade or pressure an unwilling individual. If someone appears in danger, prioritize your safety by assisting them to a secure location. And reporting instances of sexual misconduct. If you or someone you know has been a victim of sexual assault or harassment, it is vital to alert the appropriate authorities. Furthermore, support can be sought from specialized organizations or centers designated to assist survivors. This is important also in nursing homes. Nursing homes, many of them, especially the ones that I'm familiar with here in Ohio, do not give the space for intimacy for older adults. They don't. Because for some odd reason, they feel that just because they're older, they're not interested in having intimate relations anymore. That said, in nursing homes is the widest range of new S, um, STDs, all right? And also forms of rape, not forms, not, there's not forms of rape, of rape, where consent is ignored. If you have 
a loved one in a nursing home, you should talk to them to make sure they are sexually well and that nobody has crossed their boundaries. Okay? And intimacy consent is a dynamic process. It's not a one-time event. Regular reassessment and communication with your partner to ensure continued comfort. A no or stop at any juncture should be met with an immediate respect and cessation of activity. Valid consent is the cornerstone of nurturing and safeguarding sexual relationships. By emphasizing the importance of consent, we paved the way for society rooted in mutual respect and safety. And if you know of anyone, possibly younger than you, who could use a brush up on consent, please send them this episode and have them listen to it. And I want to thank you here for joining me for Sexual Wellness for Women. If you found this information valuable, I would truly appreciate if you could take a moment to rate it and review the episode. Your feedback helps me reach more people and spread the message of sexual wellness. Remember, the more listeners we have, the more people I can help have their aha moments when it comes to sexual well-being. So please share this podcast with your friends, family, and anyone who can benefit from this information. And speaking of helping others, don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Wisdom. I share even more tips, tricks, and inspiration, I will, I promise, on these platforms to support you in your journey towards sexual wellness. And lastly, I want to remind you that you are a sexual being. Embrace your uniqueness, take care of yourself, and prioritize your sexual well-being. Remember, pleasure and fulfillment are your birthright. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have a passionate week ahead. I'll catch you next time for more empowering conversations on sexual wellness for women.